Hello and welcome to the Waffle Zone. This week, are you in for a treat this week? I'm telling you, because I have a very, very dear friend, very, very special guest on the line here. I have an author on the phone with me. I have all the way from Venezuela, I have Luis, Luis, Mariano, Rodriguez. Luis, oh. how are you? <laughs> hey, man, I'm doing fine. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you, man. I'm, we've been discussing it for a while, but we it's taken us about four tries to get you on. So yeah. thank you for being here. Yeah, it's a pleasure as always, my friend. Yeah, yeah. And for anybody out there wondering really quickly, um, how's how's part two coming? Oh, my God. Well, it's, it's coming very, very good. I have already found out some very interesting facts. Uh, it's coming a bit slower than I, well, I thought because I'm waiting for the answers of two very, very, very important people <laughs> in history, which I already announced one of them in Twitter about like, I don't know, like two and a half months ago. Uh-oh. And I'm going to repeat it again because it was the guy who actually filmed uh, the behind the curtain documentary oh cool so i'm waiting for his answers he's going to be back from a holiday trip he took to like uh, bangladesh or indonesia or something like that he must oh, be wow. coming to- so and i'm also waiting for a very important people who actually did another very important thing for the band uh and i'm not going to say who it is who we have already uh, come back and forth with about like three or four emails full okay. and questions. So that's taking a bit longer, but sure. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very very cool. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Looking forward to it. So, yeah. well, Lewis is joining me because we're recording an episode later. We can't say what it is, but um, <laughs> you'll know eventually. But um, we're going to do a little bit of waffling, which is um, Lewis has known me long enough. He knows I'm pretty good at waffling, and I've known <laughs> Lewis not long, well enough to know he's pretty good at it. <laughs> so so we'll go like we normally go here, but the first thing we'll talk about is what kind of, you know, what music we've listened to in the past week. So, Lewis, what, what bands, yeah. what music did you listen to in the past week? Well, it's been it's been very interesting because my musical taste is very 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 much. So this this past week I have listened to Pink Floyd, okay, uh, which they re-released uh, live at Wembley in 1974 in vinyl. Oh, so I listened to that one. Okay, pretty good. Because my but actually my second favorite band is actually Pink Floyd. I don't know if you knew that. I think I knew that. Let me let me ask you what what tour would that have been? What what album would they have been touring in '74? They were actually trying and testing the Dark Side of the Moon. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, moving on, I have actually paid a lot of attention to '72 Seasons by Metallica. Okay. 
uh, <laughs> here's the funny thing. <laughs> I, I have also listened to uh, another thing that I love is soundtracks from movies. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this past week, I've been listening to the soundtrack to The Fellowship of the Ring, okay. the first from The Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been listening to that one. And the fourth one I have been listening to is, is from a uh, Josh Jess artist called Melody Gardot. Okay. And her album is called Entre Aux Dux. It's in French. I hope okay. I've, I've said it that well. <laughs> and I have also been listening to the uh, last album from Five Finger Death Punch, which is called, let me check, I have the list here. It's called Afterlife. Okay, okay. What As far as, um, as, far as the Metallica album, it's gotten a lot of, Obviously, a lot of great reviews and a lot of you know not so great reviews. What's your what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I actually like it a lot. I think it's uh, it's gone back to the roots. What that it's kind of the same sound they have been achieving for the last three albums. Okay. Uh, some songs are. I mean, I feel the same thing that I felt when I listened to the previous record, uh, which is called, uh, no, it's not Dead Magnetic. It's called... I'm hardwired. For, yeah, Hardwired for Self-Destruct, actually. Mm -hmm. that, they're, they're very good songs, but some songs seems like they're longer than they should be, you know? It's like, oh, man, get over it. Get it over it, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, but, but I actually like it pretty much. It's uh, I like it. I like I, I like the, the last album. I like it a lot. If you like, if you like, uh, you obviously your two favorite bands both are kind of known to have songs that seem like some people think they're a little too long, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, if if you if you would want to count, uh, "Shine on You Crazy Diamond" is one example. The like, yeah. there's like part one is like 13 minutes, and part two is like. 15 minutes or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I do like Pink Floyd too. I, I'm, 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 I'm not as big a fan obviously as you are, but I do like certain albums. Like I like, uh, of course I like the wall. I like dark side. And then, um, wish you were here. I like wish you were here a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. th those are the three that I, that I probably know the most. I'm sure I know songs from other ones, but I've heard the one, uh, is it the final cut? Is that the one that was after the wall? Yeah, that's, I've, that's I've heard. I've heard that's really good. I've never heard it though. Mm, I wouldn't say it's really good. It's it's okay. It's uh, like being a Pinkful purist. Mm -hmm. I will say it's actually more of a Royal Waters album than a Pink Floyd album. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, because basically <laughs> there's a whole lot of uh, musicians that play in it, and David Gilmour. A place like I think it's in one or two songs from the album, and that's oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Are, you, are you a fan of the Sid Barrett era? Uh, yes, I like him. Okay, think, yeah, okay. I just know yeah. that was kind of a different, weird you know, you've heard the story of you know, Sean on You Crazy Diamond, how he showed up into the studio when they were recording it, like with his head yeah. shaved, he looked way different, and that they were literally singing a song about him, and he shows up, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, if, that's. 
such if, spaces. If mm-hmm. it's a real story, because you know sometimes they fabricate, kind of like Iron Maiden started on Christmas Day, you know, like that kind of whole thing. Yeah, so, of course. But that the, the difference is that there are pictures of uh, Sid Barrett actually being in the studio and Abbey Road Studios. Uh, oh wow! On, okay. Yeah, Nick Mason, which is uh, the drummer, yeah. took pictures of Sid actually being in the studio. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, totally crazy. Well, there we go. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, okay. As far as myself, I listened to quite a bit of music this uh, week and <clears throat> I was planning on having an acronym and I just kind of didn't get around to it. So, um, well, one thing that I'll start off with is, um, Iron Maiden. We obviously, it's an Iron Maiden podcast. This, is, <coughs> this month is Iron, you know, my old goofy Maiden, M A Y. It's the month of Iron Maiden. It's Iron Maiden month for my podcast. We're going to like nothing but Iron Maiden stuff. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this, that I listened to Peace of Mind, which is celebrating today on day of release. It's 40th anniversary. Mm -hmm. So I listened to Peace of Mind. Very, very, um, very cool. You know, that it's, uh, we finally, we did all these podcasts and we're finally getting one on the anniversary date. (laughs) So, uh, and I listen to a bunch of other bands. Um, I listened to one early in the week. It's a band I haven't heard in a pretty good while. They, uh, they were they they were around during some of the uh, alternative era bands in the early two thousands. Uh, the oh. band was called Further Seems Forever, and oh they have I think they had three or four albums, and I think maybe the first three all had a different lead singer. Or maybe oh. the first two had one singer, maybe, and then they had a, a different singer on the third one and then a different singer on the fourth one. But my favorite, the third singer, the second singer is the one I like. Um, okay. They did an album with him. It was called Hide Nothing. It's just an, it reminds me of when my son was little because I remember there's one song that when I play it, he would stand there at a table. We had a little table, you know, like I say, imagine a two-year-old standing, you know, not walking yet but you know, can stand and, you know, trying to walk and he would put his hands on the table. And when I would play this one song, he would just automatically, he would just start kind of wait, uh, going from foot to foot back and forth, just kind of almost like a little bit of a dance just, and I have this, just this memory of my little boy, just, just doing this little swaying back and forth thing at the table. And I would play that. And anytime I would play that song, he would always do it and it was just like i was telling sarah about it this weekend i played part of that song and i was like hey do you remember this song and she vaguely remembered it but i was telling her the story and i was kind of demonstrating it for her and she just kind of was like oh that's cute <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so um another band that uh, kirsty told me the other day that i've been getting into lately again is uh dawkin i don't know are you were you did you ever like dawkin dawkin i i like some songs okay okay I was never like a huge fan, but I did like, you know, after kind of they were done, I kind of got into them because I wasn't into them as much when they were still, you know, like when I was in high school, I was kind of getting into them a little bit as they were about to be over, but I listened to two live albums by them. And I got to say, man, these are probably, you know, when you talk about your favorite live albums by any band, uh, mm-hmm. Like these, like these two albums are both amazing, amazing live albums. I mean, one, if you just love Dawkins for the rock band, they were, uh, they're kind of their swan song beast from the East. You know, they were, 
they were poised to probably go headlining, you know, maybe arenas at this point. Okay. Uh, on that tour, you know, they were doing a big tour with the Scorpions, Van Halen, Metallica, um, and they re- released the album. They toured it, and then they broke up. So, oh my god! Yeah, what do you? It was. Uh, it would have been like eighty eight, eighty nine. Mm, okay. And but they released the album, uh, the live album called Beast from the East. It was from that tour. Um, and it's got, it's just an amazing album. Like I'm listening to it. The songs sound great. Their background vocals sound great. It, uh, the guitar playing is just, it's just, they were on all cylinders. Some of Don Dawkins screaming that he does in it are just really, you know, uh, kind of exclamation points on some of, you know, where they overdo it and make it better. Uh-huh, he uh-huh. does a lot of that on that, on that. And gosh, just amazing stuff. I love it. I I listened to that album a couple times this week and I just thought, God, I love this album. It's probably, it ranks way up there. If I was making a list of my favorite all time uh, live albums, that would definitely be on it as well as the next one. Li- huh? Does that album have uh, the song Mr. S- Mr. Scary? Yes. By- yeah. Bob. That song is awesome. Yeah, he does a big long guitar solo, and the guitar solo ends with them going into Mr. Scary. So, oh my, it's cool, awesome. man. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but the next one is also, I like it just as much. It's an amazing live album, but for a totally different reason. It's a it's an acoustic album. Like it's it's not an unplugged, but I guess it's kind of unplugged. And it was they had broke up in '88 or '89. And they were getting back together about five years later. And I think they were doing this show. I don't know if this show was before their album had come out or not. Their, their, um, their new album as a band again, but they did a, a, like an acoustic show and a couple of the songs on it. Like there's one song where they completely changed the arrangement and then they let the drummer sing it instead of the lead singer, which was really cool because he's got a good voice. And then the next song after that on the album the bass player sings it. He sings lead vocals on the whole song and they sing it pretty much the way it was just acoustic. It was awesome. I'm like, this is the way an acoustic album should be, you know, change some of the arrangements, make Mm -hmm. it interesting. And it just sent their harmonies. I was like this band, like I, I was thinking in my head, I wish Iron Maiden had two guys in their band that could sing background vocals like the drummer of Dawkins and the drummer or the, the bass player, because my personal opinion is that Iron Maiden has two guys that sing background vocals and neither one of them does the greatest job. Adrian does. Okay. Uh, we won't talk about Steve Harris, (laughs) but, but like those two guys are both just have great harmony vocals that they provide. And I was like, man, like I couldn't, I would be so great to hear like flight of Icarus, with those background singers singing mm. instead of Steve Harris and Adrian. So, but, yeah. but yeah, that, that album is called one night live. And I, I just love it, man. It's just, to me, it's one of the coolest and best uh, live albums, but I thought it was funny. I didn't listen to any studio albums by them. I listened to two live albums and I was just like, these are both incredible, totally different, but incredible. So, yeah. uh, cool. next band I listened to is a band that I talked about last week, uh, collective soul, um, oh, of course. Yeah. I listened to their album from 1993, maybe called Dosage. And then I listened to their brand new album that came out last year called Vibration. And I got to be honest, man, I, there's there's one song on it 
Like I've listened to the whole album multiple times over and over. And I'm really pleasantly surprised. Cause you know, you listen to a band in the nineties and you say you stop listening to them. And then you yeah. don't listen to any of their new albums for over 20 years, almost 30 years. And then you go, let me listen to their brand, their newest one. And you're kind of going, eh, it's not going to be that great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've just like, I've been blown away. I'm like, it's a really good album. You know, it's not every song is amazing, but there's every song is good. And okay. there's, but there was one I was listening to in particular and the chorus of the song was just so catchy. I was just like, I was playing it for Sarah and Sarah was like, yeah, this is really good. I really like this guy's voice. And, and I'm like, you know, for a 16 year old girl to be saying that about, you know, that's pretty, that's the thing. And so I, last night I sent it to Kirsty and I was like, Kirsty, listen to this. You got to hear this song. It's just, it's blown me away. I, I just, I was not expecting to like something that much. It's like discovering new music. You know I mean? It totally is. It's so, it was so cool. So cool. So uh, wait, wait, I got to ask you something. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, I mean, I, I, I believe the last song I heard from Collective Soul was about like in 1995. Yeah. I think the song was called The World I Know. The World something. I Know. That's actually on their second album. And okay. uh, let me see. I think that did come out. I think you're right. That Well, it might have been a little newer than 95, but let me see. I got it right here. Uh, that was off their album um, called uh, Collective Soul. It was their second album. You're right. You're all right. It was a, it was a 95. Okay. So you're talking about this one, right? This one right here. Right. Is that the right song? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's you're right. That's just 95 and dosage came out in 99. I thought it was earlier or earlier than that. So, so my question is, has collective soul been alive all this time or did they like enter a hiatus and then record another album or, or what's going on here? I, when you mentioned them, I, I was pretty sure you was, you were going to say like, yeah, I listened to this really old album. And then you said yeah. their album and it was like, what collective soul is still alive. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, let's see, they had, uh, of course they had the one I was talking about in 99. They released an album in 2000, uh, let's see here. I'm looking on here. They had, um, let me, let me go back and look at their, uh, discography, discography. See, cause I don't know exactly. I haven't kept up, so I really don't know. <laughs> studio and live albums. Let's see. They've got 11 studio albums. Uh, let's what? see here. Studio albums, uh, information. Okay. The first album was 94, second, 95, third, 97, fourth, 99, fifth, 2000. Sixth album was an 04. Okay. Seventh album, 07. Uh, eighth album. Wait, that's weird. It's it's called Collective Soul. So they had two albums called Collective Soul? Wait a minute. <laughs> What's hmm, the that's right. I thought they're... Uh, they do. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah, they have another album called Collective Soul in 2009. Then they hmm. had another album out in 15. Another album out in 19 and another album out in 22. So yeah, they've been, they've been active all these years. I guess they just, you know, kind of taken the path of you get older. It takes a little longer to come up with good material. Maybe they just want to make sure it's all good. Kind of like Maiden does and Metallica does and bands like that, you know? So they've been around for all this time. Yeah. See, I hadn't really kept up with them. I, I kind of knew, but then when I saw that, I was like, wow, they got an album from last year. I thought, you know what? I'm driving on the road. Let me listen and let me give, let me, I'll just give it out. I'll give it a listen. And like I said, bl- 
blown up. Let me see if I can, I, I, I know I can find it real fast, but let me see if I can play a little bit of this song that I sent to Kirsty and just, uh, I don't know if we, I'll see if I can get to the chorus and you can tell me if you think there's anything. Kirsty always tells me it's not the best listening thing to be hearing it while someone's playing it while you're on the phone with them. Uh-huh. So let's see how you think of this. Uh, I'll, I'll get to the chorus and, and then I'll ask you what you think. If, if you can give me an opinion. That's that's the uh, that's kind of the gist of it, but uh, okay. Oh, it. it sounds pretty good, actually. I can I can definitely hear that being played on the radio. Yeah, over. Yeah. yeah. And I looked it's, when I sent it to Kirsty. I found a music video for it too. So they did make a music video for that song. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, and funny thing is that that, that you can definitely uh, you don't feel like the band has has been stagnated. They have evolved, but they still sound like, like collective soul, you know, which yeah. I think that, that, that that's a thing I, I, I do like from a band. I mean, I, 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 I guess when, when bands try too hard to change like their essence, not always is the very good thing, mm-hmm. but, but this, this good. I actually like that. Dude, it's, it's, Huh? It's pretty catchy. It really that that song in particular. I mean, there's other songs on there that I think are really good, but that one I was like, like I listened to the whole album because it's it's it's. I don't, let me see. It's it's. I don't know how long the album is. It's a uh, 41 minutes. Okay, ten songs, 41 minutes. So it goes by pretty quick. And I'm driving yeah. cross country or whatever, so I can have time. And so it, I listen to the whole album and and it plays. And I'm like, okay, I'll just let it play again because I I was kind of pleasantly surprised the first time and. It plays again, and that was the song that when I heard it, I was just like, God, that is just super catchy and just it just it's an earworm. Like you just like I, I was like and this and what is really good about them, I think, at least on there's another song from an older album that I've been playing for Sarah that she liked, is when the last chorus gets sung in that song, you want them to keep singing it. And they just get done with the song and they end it, and I'm like they are smart because they leave you wanting more. Like you're like, yeah. I got to hear that again. I've been playing that over and over for the past day or so. Every time Sarah would look at me in the car today, when we were driving home, I would just look at her and I'd start going, and she was just like, cause she didn't know what she couldn't hear me, but she could see my lips doing that. So she knew what I was doing. 
She goes, I heard that enough this weekend. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like, it's made me think, you know, like I don't like every album because like the album after the 99 album, I do remember hearing it and I didn't really, because I even tried to listen to it again recently and I was like, I don't know if I like this that much. So no telling what they sound like in, in the new stuff. And I thought, you know what? Let me download the new one and just give it a shot. And so now I'm probably going to just keep working my way backwards and seeing, you know, if, if everything, like you said, has evolved in a certain way and, and he's got it just, Oh, I just, I don't know. I've just been really blown away. It's really exciting to find new music, you know, something, you know, kind of old to, to, you know, not old to me, but it's just a band that I already knew about, but a new album. So it's really neat. So, yeah. Okay. Enough about that because, um, I've been trying to get Kirstie to listen to them for a good while. Like I've mentioned them to her and she never has. So I'm hoping, you know, at least when I sent her the song a couple days ago, I'm hoping that she at least heard it. So, and mm-hmm. liked because she said she thought it was okay. So, okay. So let me keep moving on here. Um, if you don't know what the next band I'm going to listen to uh, meant that I'm, that I listen to, if you don't know, if you don't like them or know what album I'm probably about to mention, well, baby, that's tough because <laughs> the next album I listened to was by ACDC and it's my personal favorite by them, bar none. It's called a uh, Powerage, Power Age or Powerage. I'm kind of falling into the Powerage. I'm, I'm, that makes sense to me now. So, uh, but yeah, I really I had to listen to that. Me and every conversation I have with Matt, at least two or three times during the conversation, one of us says, "Well, baby, that's tough," because we'll say something like. Uh, I'll say, Hey, how's everything going? Oh man. You know, I was having some problems with my car blah, 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 blah. And I'm just going, and I'll just kind of wait till he stops. And I'll go, well, baby, that's tough. (laughs) So we have a lot of fun, uh, using that phrase. Um, let's see, uh, the next band I listened to, uh, Sarah, I was in the car with her the other day and, um, we were listening to this. She was listening to this band and she was like, I want you to play this on your radio for me. So it was a band called skillet. And we listened to an album by them called Unleashed, which uh, has got a lot of good stuff on. I like that one. Um, let's see. I mentioned Iron Maiden already. And the last band I listened to, for the second you, week in a row, I listened to this band. Wait, you say Skillet? Yes. That, that's that's the one that, that sings a song called Hero? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's that band. That band. It's... Eh. It's interesting. They bring something different to music, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah, she's a big fan of them. She likes them a lot. She's been listening to their stuff and a lot lately. And uh, hmm. but, yeah, uh, yeah. And I, I used to be a band. I got into them in the late nineties. Some hmm. uh, when they were they were kind of some some kid I knew kind of turned me on to them, and I liked them. And I was into them for. A, it's interesting because I saw them. A long time ago, and I saw them in 1997, probably in concert. And mm-hmm. when I saw them, I mean, they were very, very. No one knew who they were really. I remember this mm-hmm. kid that I met. He was in a band, and you know, he was in a band that was up and coming, just young kid. And mm-hmm. and I remember one time he was like, "Hey, I got to be friends with him." He was like, "Well, hey, we're going to be playing a show with this band called Skillet, uh, and they're trying to ask us for people that could do security. Would you be willing to do security?" And I'm like. Um, sure. I guess. What do I have to do? He goes, you just have to be there. He said, it'll be okay. It's no, no big deal. It's there, you know, whatever. And he was like, you'll get in the concert for free and you can just, you know, whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. 
So I went to that concert. I mean, I kid you not, there might have been 30 people at the show. You know, it's very, very small. Mm. And, and now, if you go see Skillet in concert, you know, they're playing an arena here in Dallas that, you know, not not like 18,000, but they're playing a place that, you know, 5,000 people. For so, real? Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, to go from where I saw them the first time playing with for 30 people to playing for 5,000. I remember the time I saw them, the first time I saw them in that big of a place. And I was just like, wow. That was just, it was almost, it was just really weird. It was like, wow, these guys have like, it, it was like they've come full circle. Like they really, they made it that you really see. It was just mm-hmm. neat kind of knowing where they came from and seeing it and, and all that and knowing that like, you know, they finish a song and the crowd goes crazy kind of thing. It's like, wow, this is just oh. neat. <laughs> it's neat. So yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And then, of course, the last band I listened to is a band that I mentioned quite a bit in the past uh, probably six, seven months, uh, Megadeth. And the album I listened to was called The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. Um, I still I still think that's an amazing album. And I think at this point, it's probably my favorite Megadeth album. I think I really? like it. Yeah, I think I like it better than Rust in Peace. I think I like it better. I know I like it better than Peace Sells. Uh, that's pretty you know, Rust in Peace is kind of the high watermark, you know, for them. And it may not, maybe there's nothing better than um, Holy Wars on there. Cause Holy Wars is just like the perfect, amazing song. But yeah. I just, I think as an album, it's very solid. I just really enjoy it, you know? So, yeah, it's a pretty good album. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what I listened to this week. A lot of, a lot of music. And I hope to keep continuing that. I, I really, it, you know, we love listening to music, you know? Yeah. Um, so what about podcasts, Lewis? Did you listen to any podcasts in the past week? Yeah, I, I have just listened to three. Okay. But uh, funny enough, the first one I listened is one of the oldest podcasts in existence, I believe, mm-hmm. which is called Floydcast. And oh. is by, uh, is, from, uh, or they play Pink Floyd. Sure. Uh, this guy actually started making radio shows, then he moved to uh, podcasts, and this podcast has been going for, I don't know, Jesus, mm, probably more than 15 years or something. Wow, must yeah. Be the first ones. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he I mean, the, the last episode, he played uh, Roy Waters' concert from, I believe it was Amsterdam. Okay. Uh, so it's it's pretty good. It's 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 kind of it's a different kind of podcast because uh, this guy what he does is the, he talks right at the beginning. He talks a bit of what he's going to play and blah blah blah. Then in the middle he will actually talk a little bit about uh, what what uh, Pink Floyd. Is doing or is releasing or Pink Floyd related things are doing, and then he plays another half, I don't know, hour or two hours of music, and that's it. It's in Spanish, isn't it? No, it's in English. Does he talk in Spanish? Uh, no, he talks in English. Okay, because I pulled it up. I pulled it up on my phone. I thought I'd look it up, and all the language on it, like it says Floydcast. Uh, well, wait a minute. Maybe this isn't the same one, because it says he only has set. This guy only has seventeen episodes. Oh, that's not. Okay, that's wait not. a minute. Let me uh, let me let me go back here. 
Okay. Well, I thought, uh, and it's called Floyd F L O Y D. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me go back here and get rid of that word and change. Let me make it two words. See if it, no, I got one that's coming up by a guy that's, is it on YouTube or anything? Is that where it is? It must be. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's, that's probably why I don't see it on here yet. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, I'll check it, it okay. out later. If you, if you, if you put in, in, in your, in your browser, Floyd cast, the definitive pink Floyd podcast, that's the one you're going to get. Okay. Let me see here. I'll try. Uh, I'm just going to try pink Floyd podcast and see what it says. Cause that ought to pull <laughs> anything up that has pink Floyd in it. Really? Hmm. Let's see here. If I do my search, this is on, um, this is on Apple. So, uh, Okay. Uh, Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd. Mm, uh, I'll have to look later. I can't find it right now. So Strange. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the second podcast I've been listening to is, of course, Talking Maiden. Okay. Uh, Which episode? Uh, the latest one where they're talking about Senjutsu. Okay. I'm, I'm still halfway through it. Uh, because time constraints and stuff. Sure, sure. And <laughs> and the third one I've been listening to is called maybe you you know about this one. It's called Three Sides of a Coin. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with them. Ah, uh, there we go. Well, I've I've been listening to episode 440, I believe it's it is, where they talk with our dear friend Dennis Stratton. Oh, okay. I do remember seeing. I seem to remember because they, they they talked to him about the tour he did with Kiss. Yeah, that's yeah. the episode. Yeah, okay. that's it. I think I think I've heard that one. That's one of. I haven't heard a ton of their episodes, but I've heard of some of them. Ooh, there you go. There we go. There we go. Okay. Well, uh, one question I do have about Talking Maiden for you is: I know you've heard the episode they did with the Blaze Bailey songs. Their top Blaze Bailey. Has, yeah. Did that influence you to want to listen to any of his stuff or what? Any more of his stuff? Yeah. I mean, that's been long overdue. That yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, eventually, I'm going to try and sit and listen to uh, his albums post uh, Made in yeah. Era. Yeah. And see, I, I know everybody talks a lot. Uh, very good about uh, infinite entanglement. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's the one I'm gonna try to see how yeah. see how, how it goes. I don't know. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's. I'll be honest. I mean, I haven't heard every album he's ever made. Okay. I, I have. I have his first one, Silicon Messiah. I have the three infinite entanglements, okay. and then I have um, War Within Me, which is his newest one. Uh, there's still, I still have uh, several in the middle there to get. I, I've, I actually own a couple of other ones I, that I haven't just, you know, it's like you said, you're so much music, so little time at times, you know? Yeah. I, have I, you, ever, have you ever heard to a uh, Wolf's Bane album? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't like that? I'm not as big a fan of the Wolf's Bane stuff. It's, I like his more serious music Ooh. compared to his uh, more, uh, you know, just kind of fun-loving Van Halen-y kind of music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, okay. You know, which is, obviously, that's what got him the Maiden gig, you know, that that history he had there was a big part of it. So, mm-hmm. 
even though they brought him into the band because he was one thing. And then when he got there, they told him, now nah, we want you to be something completely different. <laughs> yeah. So, totally great. so yeah, but, but either way, you know, it was, um, it's I I have a lot to go and I do enjoy his solo material after Maiden a lot so yeah right. everything I've heard I do own a couple of live albums that I've just like I said and I'm real streaky when it comes to music like like you've never heard me mention Collective Soul and all of a sudden I've mentioned him like for three or four weeks in a row now <laughs> so yeah. I just I get real I have an addictive personality so if I start listening to a band I generally stick with them for a while so Ooh, there you go yeah. So uh, for me, I only listened, uh, this is going to sound kind of bad, but I only listened to two podcasts this week. Mm, there uh, you go. One of them, uh, I, one of them is one I listen to every single week, my own podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, I listened to the episode I did with Andrew, the Somewhere oh. Back in Time episode. Yeah, I got to listen to that one. Yes, you do. It's, uh, I won't give anything away. You might, I don't know if you've seen spoilers for what song yeah. it was. Okay. Well, yeah, but I, I told Andrew, I texted him yesterday and I said, whenever we, whenever I record with Andrew, you know, I'm, he's giving a lot of information and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm trying to process the information as well as have a good conversation and be not talk too much, <laughs> but at least be interactive to a certain degree, making jokes, kind of lightening the mood here and there. Yeah. So there's a lot of information that he gives out that sometimes I don't catch it. Mm. And then when I listen back, I catch a lot more information. I texted him back and I just said, man, I got to tell you that episode is amazing. Like the content and it's just so interesting. Like yeah. you, I, I said, you did a fabulous job. So uh, I really, really enjoyed that episode. Uh, if anyone hasn't heard last week's Somewhere Back in Time, installment 11, go check it out. It's awesome. Uh, I always listen to the Patreon material that I put out just because it's more, it's it's just fun conversations just behind, you know, just us talking about life and talking about whatever little things we get on there. It was a while back. Um, I won't say a, a lot of it because I don't want to embarrass anybody. <laughs> anybody named Matthew, but we got into a lot of a certain amount of <laughs> spice girls talk. <laughs> so um, that's all I can say, but you know, sometimes we just get into random things that we would more than likely never get in on the podcast. So, mm. but every, uh, every episode with, with Andrew is very, very, very interesting. Oh Definitely. yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, there's always – and I'll tell you what really bothers me is sometimes when I listen back, I uh, hear things that he'll say, and I go, oh, man, I wish I would have caught that and asked him about it because I want to know more right then. And that's yeah. and I I have the luxury. I'm the one person that listens to that – that gets the luxury of actually getting to ask questions while he's talking about stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of times people were, are wishing I would ask different questions, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm not the brightest – guy out there you know so sometimes things shoot right over my head that i should ask about and but yeah you're right there every episode with him is just great so yeah yeah uh the only other podcast i listened to was uh and this will go along with kirsty's theory that i mentioned earlier is uh, i listened to a podcast by a guy named chuck shoot and he interviewed jeff pilson who was the bass player in dokken <laughs> so uh he's also been the bass player in foreigner for the last 20 plus years. But oh. um, yeah. So I listened to the interview with him. Um, 
I, I've always found Jeff Pilson to be a really cool and down to earth and easy going guy. And I always like if I hear an interview with him. So it was a good interview. He didn't talk too much Dawkin, but it was just, inter- it was a good, interesting interview. So, but I, I plan on listening to some other things. I just never, there's so many things like, you know, you mentioned talking maiden things that I want to get to. And it's yeah. just like, I, and you know, and I listen to a lot more music because for every album I mentioned, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, at least five or six of them I probably heard twice at least. So hmm. it's just a lot of listening. And, and then I, I talk on the phone, you know, too. So, and I, yeah. so, you know, it, it, it takes my time there, but. So, okay, uh, the next part I will do here really quickly is I will go into the uh, retweets and tweet quotes for the uh, Waffle Mm -hmm. Zone episode and for the regular episode. And the it's good and bad because when you do an when you do an episode with Andrew, you get a lot more retweets and tweet quotes because you know people like Andrew. So, Mm -hmm. so I'll run through these the retweets first on the uh, somewhere back in time episode. I got. Johnny B, 1966, in St. Catharines, Ontario. I've got uh, Lucas at Baza at Mastodon.cloud, parentheses, C19X5, in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Then I've got uh, one Red Devil, and he wrote here, wherever that may be. And then this next guy, you might have heard of him, is the Iron Maiden Encyclopedia, but (laughs) more importantly known as Sarah's number one fan. Yes. (laughs) Lewis in Venezuela. (laughs) I have um, my buddy, anti-hero Anthony Taylor's version in San Antonio, Texas. And I, and I'm going to throw something out there for Anthony. I I hope he hears this. You like Taylor Swift. This is an Iron Maiden podcast, but there might be something very heavily Taylor Swift related coming in the not too distant future. That's all I can say. (laughs) People are probably going to start unsubscribing right about now, but never fear. Never fear. Uh, but I have to say that for Anthony because uh, I know he's a big Taylor Swift fan. And then, hey, nothing wrong with having lots of musical taste. Um, yeah. Uh, next up was Metal Gods, G-O-D-Z, on Twitter. Uh, Jesse in Illinois. Focus on Metal, located at Worldwide Podcast. Nige Savage Chupacabra. In the UK, what is a chupacabra? Is that like a kind of a snake or something? No, that's a mystical creature that <laughs> supposedly like, ate entire goats from the earth. Okay, 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 yeah, kind of like a Bigfootish kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, next up was uh, and brace yourself for this nickname, this set of nicknames that's headed your way. I decided to put them all in one spot. The weekend warrior himself, the right, mm. <laughs> the new nickname I come up here, the rightful spare to the English throne, Sonia's husband, George's dad, the man of many nicknames, the headmaster himself, Lord Andrew of Sussex, Andrew Whitnall in or near Melbourne, Australia, 
Hmm. Willie, Willie Valaverta in Finland. Reggie Oz in Melbourne, Australia. The Ugly American Werewolf in London Rock Podcast in London, Amsterdam, and Louisville. Andy, and lastly is Andy Caracana in London, England. Hmm. Now the Queet quotes, Lewis. There's a, quite a few of these, and so the, there's some interesting ones here. First up is the official dinosaur of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, Dean King. And he said, great episodes, as always, from my favorite history teacher. I will add, he's my favorite history teacher also. Mm. On a very grim but fascinating topic, punctuated at times with lighter moments of Uncle Steve (laughs) exclaiming, golly gee, gosh, (laughs) (laughs) and general attempts at dad humor. He said, you always make me laugh, Uncle Steve. Highly recommended. So I I, I realize when I listen back to myself, how corny I sound when I say some of the things I say, but it, it, it is, it's like dad jokes 101, you know? So uh, next up is a uh, Henty in Finland. And he said, I don't know if you've heard, if you've listened lately uh, to any of my episodes, but I've got this new thing I do. So just, 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 just bear with me. Okay, let me start over with this one now that I've gave the disclaimer. Henty in Finland said, <clears throat> hashtag Arsenal and hashtag Iron Maiden. The man from down under, Andrew Whitnall, with all his daily flags, might feel a bit weird for a starter, but he's just okay. So I had to have a conversation with Andrew about this because when I first read this, it made me mad, but he assured me that Henty is a good guy and means well. So (laughs) next up is someone a little closer down your way, Jose in Uruguay. Mm -hmm. And he said, great episode maidens. Hallowed be thy name is the excuse for Andrew Whitnall to teach us about the history of executions. (laughs) Great detail and real stories about past and brutal days. Helps to put some serious thoughts about the matter, too. Must listen. And um, the next one is a uh, is a quick trope that I did. I said, this week, and I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of getting scared as I'm doing these with hashtags because I'm afraid... Someone's going to go in there and go crazy on the hashtags one day, and I'm going to probably lose my voice doing the hashtags. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is what I said. I said, this week's Somewhere Back in Time with Iron Maiden by Lord Andrew was sponsored by Trooper Beer and fi- and Fireball Whiskey because Andrew had a Trooper Beer and I had a Fireball Whiskey. Um, and then I said, regrettably, learned some grim history this week. Hashtag Iron Maiden. <laughs> then I okay. Then I next up I have Gen, the happiest man in podcast land, the Dave Murray of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. And I thought, you know what, Lewis, you might give him a run for his money as the happiest man in podcast land because you're you're, you're definitely right up there with him. So oh, thanks, man. yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know if you'd call it an in, if you'd like it or not. If I called you the Yannick Gers, because he's pretty happy. <laughs> it's you know? okay. Do you dance? 
But I, I ain't gonna swear all around the stage, eh? <laughs> all right. And he's also the official detention teacher of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, Gen Murray Yatani in Chiba, Japan. And he said, This week's episode is Uncle Andrew's Iron. <laughs> I, mm. I didn't realize he said it like this. This week's episode is Uncle Andrew's Iron Scary Zone. <laughs> mm. That's funny. Uh, next up, we've got um, Ballad in Midwest Ireland. I was trying to think if I might need a little help with something on here from you. You might know what it is. Maybe you won't. But if Kirsty was here, you know, she's the um, translator. So okay. let's see. So let's see. You may have to fill in for her momentarily. So uh, he said, first he said, I think Andrew's wife would like this song. And he put a link to a song there from... I think the Ed Sullivan show in the fifties and it was an Irish group and they went back and forth about that. But then he, he said, he said, Andrew, did you ever see the Ned Kelly Weetabix ad? Do, do you know what Weetabix is? Is that like a cereal? I don't know. Weetabix is, it sounds like it might be a cereal. So maybe that's what he says, but he says, he says, uh, did you ever see the Ned Kelly Weetabix ad? He says, quote, nobody move or I eat a we- the Weetabix, <laughs> end quote. But then the then his spoon clunks on his armor. And he says, and then they say, it's what he would have wanted. Hashtag such is <laughs> life. <laughs> Then, uh, then Lord Andrew, Lord Andrew, oh gosh, Lord Andrew said, uh, guess who's going to make you lose your voice very soon. Guess. I can only imagine it's going to be you. (laughs) Just to listen to you say hashtag. (laughs) Oh gosh. You know, I, I listen to the Jim Florentine podcast and he makes fun of people because they'll make posts and they try to hashtag it and make it like. Like they're really, it's important. So he, so when he reads it, he always reads it like that. And so then I just started kind of thinking it was funny and I did it once. And then I kind of thought it's pretty funny. So I'll just keep doing it. And now, like when someone makes me lose my voice, like you one day, it's not going to be so funny. <laughs> so, so here's what uh, Lord Andrew said. Uh, you know what I'm doing every time I read now is I'm scanning for hashtags before I read. I take Steve on Hashtag Iron Maiden inspired walk through the history of execution. The original Maiden in Edinburgh, public hanging at Tyburn, London, the gallows inside Melbourne Goal, where Ned Kelly swung in 1880, and John Breed's skull from 1743 still locked in its gibbet at Rye which is in uh, Sussex, I believe, in England. I swear to God, I'm scanning every everyone before I read. Gen Moritani also said, I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only one wondering if Andrew had been caught somewhere in time. We've been waiting this for so long. I'm glad that he is back in the village now. Next up, Kirsty, the official historian, translator, and administrator said, Another awesome history lesson from Andrew, not for the faint-hearted. Very true. Willie Valaverta in Finland, and he said, pay attention. 
Class is in session. An epic episode for an epic song. That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, Rockarola in Idaho. And he said, oh no. Uncle Steve and Lord Andrew together always guarantees an epic episode. Now, the reason I was saying, uh-oh, because I saw the next tweet, tweet trope coming. <laughs> and of all people, and uh, all people, uh, Lewis, it's from me. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. This is the, ooh. Oh, gosh. Hashtag Iron Maiden is still going very strong this week. This is the month we celebrate hashtag Iron Maiden. This is an Iron Maiden podcast, after all. What's better than an all hashtag Maiden all month? (laughs) Okay, I think I've only got one. Okay, good. I think I'm good. I think I'm safe. Um, Though This is, though, for the waffle zone now. Uh, we got a few retweets and, and one tweet tro- in the waffle zone. We got um, <laughs> we got a uh, Johnny B nineteen sixty six in Saint Catharines, Ontario. We got Jesse in Illinois. We got Kirsty in the official historian, translator, and administrator of Uncle Steve's Our Main Zone, as well as the Scouser David Laird in mm. in um, Liverpool, England. Sorry. Had a little brain mess there. Now, next up, there's no hashtags in here, Lewis, but I'm going to read it as it's written, okay? All right. So understand when I say there's no hashtags in there, but I will read this as it is written. Okay. Mm. This is from Ballad in Midwest Ireland, and he said, I thought AFD was up there with New Wave of British Heavy Metal and NOTB, Number of the Beast, in terms of recognizable metal acronyms. Hmm. Appetite for Destruction, dash AFD. And he tagged me in, or he said, Uncle Steve and Kirsty. He tagged us. And then, and I'm reading this verbatim. <laughs> Hashtag. Not meant to be cryptic. <laughs> he actually wrote it. Here's how I'll spell it. This is. Tell me how you would pronounce this word. H H H H H E E E A A A S S S S S H H H dash tag. How would you pronounce that, Lewis? How would you pronounce that word? Come on! No, I need to hear it. How would you pronounce it? No, 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 no! You got to tell me again. H H H. Oh, okay. H H H H E E E A A A S S S S H H H Dash T A G. Can you pronounce that? Okay. It, I will say it's yes. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Okay. So um, that is all. For what the- happened? <laughs> oh man, it's it's. Last week when we got done with this, I told Matt. I said, "Man, I didn't." Realized there were so many hashtags in there. And then he just goes, hashtag. <laughs> uh, he told me, Matt said this last week. He said, he goes, I'll admit, sometimes I just walk around my own house and I'll be saying, hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So uh, with that said, we're done with the Waffle Zone for this week. So 
if pe- <laughs> people want to waffle on over and listen in as we discuss the 40th and well, I don't know if we discuss the anniversary so much, but we discuss peace of mind, which is celebrating its 40th anniversary today. Yes. So with that, waffle on over and do it. Oh, my, 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 my.